Hello and greetings from the Institute for Democracy and Economic Affairs, IDS Malaysia. Thank you for tuning in to the ASEAN Prosperity Initiative podcast series. As a background, ASEAN has agreed on an ambitious agenda of economic integration among its member states, primarily through the ASEAN Economic Community Blueprint 2025 or the AAC Blueprint. Through this podcast series, we ask the questions of how much progress has been made by ASEAN member states in fulfilling the four pillars of the AAC Blueprint. In this episode, we will be both focusing on the fourth pillar of the AAC Blueprint, which is on integration into the global economy. The theme of today's discussion will be on mega free trade agreements within ASEAN. My name is Jaswin Harif, Senior Research Executive at IDEAS. Joining me today for this discussion is Dr. Sutipan, Professor Emeritus of Economics and a former Executive Director at ASEAN Study Centre, Chulalongkorn University, Bangkok, Thailand. Sawadikab, Dr. Sutipan. Sawadikab. Thank you. Dr. Sutipan's research interests include international trade, finance and investment, regional integration and development. Welcome, Dr. Sutipan, and thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here with us today. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. All right. All right. So let's move on. So amid increasing uh, globalization, ASEAN aims to become a more dynamic and stronger segment of the global supply chain and is determined to look beyond the borders of the ASEAN economic community through ratifying free trade agreements. So, Dr. Sutipan, how do you find the recent developments towards the ratification of RCEP and CPTPP among ASEAN member states, especially in strengthening the AEC? Yes, true. I think this is uh, two of the biggest uh, trade agreement to be signed in recent years, if I say, you know, as against the background, you know, that uh, policy uncertainties uh, regarding, uh, you know, protectionism and also the retreat from globalization in recent years. So I think uh, these two agreements are expected and uh, quite ambitious, of course, in this goal. Uh, RCEP uh, uh, just uh, ratify uh, most of the countries now, and uh, we start this year, the beginning of 2022. Why CPTPP already start for a few years? So I'm uh, pretty much uh, positive about this development to dispel the kind of, uh, you know, the uh, retreat of globalization and also we know very well that the uh, 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 World Trade Organization is not uh, functioning at this, and uh, as well as uh, many uncertainties that happening all around. So we uh, are quite uh, optimistic that these two uh, mega deals, trade mega deals, will help uh, very much our broaden our region and our ASEAN as well. I see. Thank you for your input. And uh, as we believe that 
by ratifying both um, RCEP and CPTPP could um, elevate ASEAN member state status, especially in strengthening the AAC. So um, when uh, talking about the CPTPP agreement, for example, it has been entered into force by seven countries in total so far. However, four countries, including uh, Malaysia, Brunei, Chile, and Peru, have yet to ratify. So how far would such uh, free trade agreements would benefit ASEAN? And, and uh, what do you think are the risks for non-members? I think this is, uh, we cannot uh, discuss one without another, right? Uh, CPTPP and uh, RCEP. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, RCEP, in fact, uh, are closer to us, I must say, because all ASEAN are in RCEP. And, uh, and ASEP is supposed to be part of the ASEAN centrality, ASEAN playing such an important role uh, to work with ASEP over the years. If you go back to 2012, that's the starting years of uh, negotiating and uh, it was 10 years in fact, before coming to 2022 and implementation we start this year. Uh, so uh, uh, very much, uh, uh, I think this is an uh, uh, important piece I for, 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 for pick a deal. I think we could discuss very much. Uh, uh, meanwhile, the CPTPP you just uh, also mentioned, uh, only four ASEAN are in, right? Uh, CPTPP, uh, Brunei, uh, Malaysia, uh, Singapore, and Vietnam. And of course, um, uh, uh, well, at the beginning or in design, supposed to have also the US, but uh, for the beginning of Trump administration, he just uh, dropped, uh, 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 you know, to, to, to be in CPTPP. So that's why when this all start, uh, 11 members, right? 11 members. 11 countries of CPTP uh, will be out of the US and four ASEAN countries. So I think as uh, you mentioned about the uh, some of the country are not ratified yet. I, I, I believe it be coming in. And mm -hmm. also there are also some uh, more, what do you call applicants already in, you know, China, uh, UK, or uh, some others and uh, interest applicant, even ASEAN, uh, you know, Indonesia and uh, uh, Thailand included. So I see, uh, of course, CPTPP is uh, perhaps uh, is uh, more disciplined in terms of, uh, or let's say upgrading uh, regional practice, uh, uh, more than ASEAN, more ambitious uh, goals uh, than, than ASEAN. Uh, 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 in, in some area that uh, RCEP don't have, like uh, labor practices, uh, in terms of environment uh, protection, and uh, also uh, some of the uh, area uh, regard to uh, uh, digitalization uh, of of the uh, CPTP uh, countries. So this is some of the area, even also the state-owned enterprise, you know, like a state-owned uh, enterprise, uh, how, how that going to be uh, open within the, the member state. Uh, that's 
also in CTPP, which are semi-synodes. So on and so forth, we could discuss about the CPTPT, which are more, uh, what do you call the, to upgrading the, the, the trading practice very much of the region. Why the RC uh, or RCEP uh, is something like a, 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 broader, a broader framework. You might say uh, from, uh, you know, that there are some studies that be, have been supported uh, very much, and many studies support very much. In fact, uh, uh, you know, the RCP is also uh, broader in terms of countries. If you think about the 10 ASEAN countries already in, you know, the most developed would be uh, uh, Singapore, Brunei, uh, down to Malaysia, uh, Thailand, Indonesia, uh, to Vietnam, and, and to uh, Cambodia, Laos, and Myanmar. So uh, that's kind of the framework of the uh, RCPP. Uh, RCEP had to consider very much about the kind of, uh, you know, that's uh, development gap that exists in the region. So we could say the, that's why the RCEP perhaps at the beginning stage is not as progressive as uh, 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 CPTPP in terms of uh, deepening regional integration. However, uh, we could say as well about the RCEP uh, is a very important initiative to, uh, you know, to widening uh, regional integration uh, of the region. Uh, this is a broader region uh, beyond ASEAN and have several other important roles in terms of liberalizing trade investment in the region, you know, try to responding to many new challenges and uh, global issues. Uh, I think very important as well that uh, the RCEP uh, uh, have integrated all the uh, value chain, you know, that's a connection. Uh, and that's a very important feature which I have to mention as well to support the, uh, you know, big and small partners in why maintaining uh, rule-based uh, trading system. I think this is uh, main features of, of asset that we could discuss about the detail how that will impact our ASEAN uh, members or the our EC. Yes, I totally agree with you, especially to echo your point on how CPTPP is being uh, much more strict, uh, more motivated, or more focused. But um, what uh, for those countries who have not yet to ratify? What do you think they fail to see? It does the benefit uh, does not outweigh the risk, or uh, how would you see the benefits of FTAs, um, especially towards um, ASEAN members? I think that uh, uh, when it comes to to benefits of uh, FTAs, I think ASEAN learned over the years. You know that's uh, from our own. You know that's uh, the really the AEC, right? Uh, we implemented uh, much earlier the, the after, so-called after, right? ASEAN free trade area uh, since uh, 1992 among the ASEAN six. And then uh, we have the, 
the other ASEAN four CMLV countries joined in in the second half of the 90s. So we try very much to uh, deepening uh, our uh, so-called free trade agreement uh, when we are moving to the AEC, you know, so by early of the 21st century, uh, we found out that uh, why we widening FTA to outside partners, we need also to deepen uh, our uh, uh, our trade agreement. So that's why the, the ASEAN economic uh, community come into the picture uh, early on uh, from 2016. So now we are already a midterm review. We already had it and we are about to complete uh, the implementation of AEC by 2025. We already more than half approved different uh, measures, you know, to make ASEAN single market and market uh, and production base. I think that's uh, very important to remind that the ASEAN uh, deepening integration is there. And uh, the, the widening process uh, is, is done uh, 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 progressively since the Asian financial crisis, uh, you know, and the tail of the century, uh, give very much uh, uh, a period of uh, proliferation of uh, uh, ASEAN uh, FTA, uh, free trade agreements. Uh, ASEAN bilateral FTA with uh, China, with Japan, with South Korea, with Australia, New Zealand, with many partners. And as well as uh, ASEAN member states have their own bilateral FTA as well. So this is creating the so-called uh, noodle balls. You know, we talk very much about these uh, noodle balls of FTA, why we widening our FTA. So uh, again, this background, we believe very much if we look through uh, mega deal FTA, ASEP in particular that I would like to precise here is mm -hmm. uh, aiming to, uh, to help you know, that's uh, 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 very much, uh, you know, that's uh, uh, broad, this broadening, uh, 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 this broadening or widening uh, regional FTA aim to, you know, that's uh, uh, of course, uh, uh, dispelling the so-called like uh, overlapping FTA or those notables and how to, I think that's a, the, the, the a very important uh, and, and one of the issues we usually uh, discuss is about the, uh, uh, you know, that simply uh, 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 trade issues like uh, rule of origin. And this is one of the old issues when you start to talking about the FTA uh, rule of origin uh, come into the picture. Custom procedure is always there, and there might be some a lot of uh, 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 you know compliance issues uh, with regard to rule of origin. Which, if you have the overlapping FTA, is 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 adding cost to officials mm -hmm. and and business. So that's why. This is uh, one of the uh, major uh, RCEP, if RCEP uh, uh, is there because of RCEP try to do justice to 
multiple uh, uh, multiple roof origin by multilateralize uh, this kind of uh, roof origin to all members. If we make it simple, you know, roof origin will be have one at the end of the, the day, and uh, uh, that's why we will see um, more ASEAN countries. Uh, benefiting, you know, even the 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 so-called like uh, the lead uh, member, lead commerce of ASEAN, you know, the Cambodia, Laos, or even Myanmar could benefit by lowering their tariff because they can yes. also have the uh, wider regional market, you know, and and also the kind of uh, um, what you call the integrated market among the 15 countries and uh, there will be a kind of um, a value share you know that kind of uh, a new investment uh, trading services and more connectivity all this will help very much to strengthen uh, and also expanding uh, market base and there's sturdy you know that's a sturdy very well that the you know there's uh, the increasing output and increasing trade as a part of uh, liberalized uh, you know tariff only you know and then you moving on non tariff barriers it will be quite substantial I think there's a study by Park by Petri and also Plummer uh, that will be adding more than uh, around half of uh, GDP you know, uh, of the region uh, per year. So that's quite substantial. And, uh, and that would help to, you know, to reduce a kind of uh, impact from uh, trade protectionism. I see. Um, the Tosilipan's point, um, I couldn't agree more, especially when you mentioned that the ASEAN economic community has especially deepened their trade agreements and especially on their integration into the global economy as we have witnessed, especially during this pandemic. And you mentioned further like lowering their tariffs or both tariffs and non-tariff measures. And um, as many countries also have announced recently that they are transitioning to the endemic phase, uh, do you think that such progress, especially in ratifying future agreements or regional agreements, is beneficial for a post-pandemic recovery plan or would it result in greater divide between these member countries? What do you think? I think that uh, as you could see already, you know, they are uh, uh, the past decade, uh, even before pandemic, we already have the, the, the great, uh, what do you call recession, right? As part of the global uh, financial crisis, uh, 2007, 2008. So they have the quite uh, difficulties on uh, uh, the global trade. Uh, despite that, ASEAN tried to expand. And then we have the US-China trade war uh, before the pandemic. And we also tried not to choose camp, right? <laughs> the ASEAN board, we, we need to, uh, to work yes. with, with all partners. So that's the ASEAN uh, position all along. And then the, 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 the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic have quite uh, affected uh, the global trade that include our ASEAN, if you do, uh, no one can, can escape. Uh, 
because of the uh, you know this impact uh, directly uh, to the people uh, uh, you know close down the uh, so-called like uh, you know the people cannot go out to work uh, the factory close the value uh, the, 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 the what you call the uh, production chain being impacted uh, logistic uh, disrupted and all that despite we have the all the digital technology you know mm -hmm. all this uh, could be worse of course yeah uh, and now we're talking about the uh, start to see a glimpse of hope uh, after two years and moving forward to post pandemic so i see asset is coming right at the right uh, timing and uh, i believe that uh, from year one and uh, moving to whatever in the next uh, few years or even for the forecast up to 2040 because this is a long uh, process in the making and uh, we need to make that kind of progress so i believe again uh, uh, all this whether uh, uh, pandemic or not of course or what kind of uh, disruption it might have a negative impact to uh, production, uh, to good and service uh, uh, flows in the region. But we try to make the most by preparing all this good ground, you know, all uh, what you call the integration uh, uh, of our market together. So uh, that will help to lessen uh you know the kind of negative impact uh like the one we just had of course uh, uh, the, the the pandemic and uh we hope very much a post pandemic or next uh what do you call the uh, crisis that might happen uh, at least we have this uh, asset at least we have the connection to cptpp these mega deals are real important because it will help not only advancing, uh, you know, the kind of the trade uh, kind of issues uh, we have, but also uh, uh, prove that this is a kind of open trading areas. And we try to show to our the world as well, because uh, uh, as you know, this uh, multilateral trading system is still struggling and WTO uh, process is still not moving that far, even with uh, new director general, you know, and, and they try hard. But uh, I believe it's uh, that's why the regional integration, uh, the broader one, you know, we have very good piece of ASEAN yes. AEC, you know, the ASEAN community, so that we have the deepening process to move on. And we have these two broader that we try to bring in, you know, RCEP and CTPPP that will support a widening integration process that will help very much uh, to turn uh, the globalization process on. I believe so. That's why I believe it's uh, is all the interest of big or small partners of uh, developed ASEAN or the least developed ASEAN, you know, to come together and uh, we, uh, uh, I think the inclusive process is important and uh, the role of private sector and the role of um, what you call the MSME of ASEAN is important. 
uh, we need to boarding all these people, uh, bodies, uh, all these institutions and networks. Uh, so we uh, try to escape the most, of course, uh, uh, you know, the, the negative impacts. And uh, we try to, uh, uh, of course, have our concern of uh, everyone in. So that's how the only way the ASEAN can keep on, because it's also, believe it or not, that uh, also ASEAN tranquility is still important in this uh, regional architecture and also in this yes, trade architecture that we're moving in. Yes, um, early I would like to quote uh, what Dr. Sudipan mentioned that we should all definitely make the most out of the pandemic, especially to lessen the negative impact and our set being coming at the right time. Uh, Dr. Sutipan has also touched a bit upon what needs to be done, such as the role of private sector, uh, MSMEs of ASEAN is also important. So um, what else should be done or need to be done to accelerate the progress, especially in this area, Doctor? Uh, uh... So I think that the, the progress, be, I think is, uh, is clear itself in this uh, uh, within ASEAN, you know, so we uh, we have to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think the AEC already uh, have uh, done very well, but we must progress with our uh, deepening process of AEC being cohesive and integrated to ASEAN uh, uh, all together. And, uh, you know, that's all the uh, good footing of, of uh, ASEAN uh, regional yes. integration is not there. So we have to make sure uh, after 2025, uh, we, we have another program of, of the, the ASEAN community. So that, that's very important for the, uh, the part of the policymakers and our leadership to, to show uh, that kind of... Uh, leadership and in this uh, fast moving uh, world you know with the kind of digitalization I, that's also when we implement uh, AC is uh, it practically uh, uh, the beginning of uh, talks about the digital ASEAN uh, now is much more advanced and by 2025 we will have a much more clearer how digital ASEAN would be so I believe it also the kind of, uh, you know, that uh, new challenges uh, with regard to uh, digitalization of ASEAN is also important that we need to make sure uh, it's benefit ASEAN. And that's why uh, working with the wider uh, process of ASEAN through uh, RCTP, ASEP and CTPP is indeed important because uh, uh, with these uh, two architectures, uh, three architecture, they are more advanced than us. And that's why we need to also learn from them on uh, new issues. Uh, many of them, you know, creating services, e-commerce, IPR, mm -hmm. competition policy, all that are the new issues, uh, uh, you know, that we, we also need to, to learn for more advanced uh, uh, economies and uh, for us it would be the from uh, China, uh, Japan, Korea, uh, from Australia, New Zealand and hopefully yes. uh, also the bigger country maybe India which will later on 
uh, as <laughs> India adopt to not to be in yet. So uh, we also try to be inclu uh, inclusive of, of ASEP. So that's why uh, the widening uh, integration of, of the region through ASEP and CTPT uh, are uh, important to, to ASEAN, to ASEAN. So um, again, um, uh, on, of, uh, along the way, uh, we need to keep uh, well our you know, balance among uh, major players. And the geopolitics, if you know that uh, US, China, and now the, after the, we have the recent uh, Ukraine, uh, Russia, Ukraine war that impact everyone, so on and so forth. I think the new challenges are adding on, but uh, uh, unfaced ASEAN and, uh, and uh, the way ASEAN have on this uh, architecture and uh, ASEAN centrality, I believe all this will help ASEAN uh, moving forward. All right, everyone. Um, as, as you have listened, uh, Dr. Sipan believes that by uh, we should widen through the RCEP and CPTPP, which is very important to ASEAN. And uh, one of the key takeaways is we should also keep our balance among uh, global major players, like, for example, the US and China, as new challenges are adding on ASEAN centrality will definitely help ASEAN um, to move forward. So uh, thank you once again, Dr. Sutipan, for your time. Everyone, that was Dr. Sutipan, Professor Emeritus of Economics and a former Executive Director at ASEAN Study Center, Chulalongkorn University, Bangkok, Thailand, sharing his views on mega free trade agreements within ASEAN. We hope you find this discussion insightful Thank you for listening and see you in the next podcast.